A community, community is like a large mosaic made up of small little stones, uh, many of them insignificant and not even recognizable individually, but together they make up a, a beautiful, wondrous, wondrous image. Um, each of the different stones are, if you would like, they're different colors, yeah, each unique in their own right, bright red, soft yellow, orange, and maybe a dull shade of green and, or brown, and some are black or white. Uh, show Carol that first image there. Each of these little stones just show, each of them just slightly different. None of them particularly spectacular, yet one or two stones are ordinary and one or two stones are beautiful and look precious. Uh, other ones look uh, rather insignificant. But yet, when they are all together and put together, they show a different image like this in the distance, the face of Christ. Each stone, each small stone, small piece provides a, a bigger picture. Together, they provide the bigger picture. Alone, they are just a stone. Uh, you, you'll see um, that, um, and that is any uh, mural, any sort of mosaic. We have a mosaic over in the corner here, or a lady um, of perpetual help. Um, and the same is true for all of them. But, you see, and ultimately, we are all members of a community. This community here, we all uh, are different. Different colors, different shapes, different sizes, different ages, different backgrounds, different strengths. And yet, each one of us play a role. Together, we show the face of Christ, not only to each other, but to the whole world around. That, that's what we're called to do. That's who we are as a, the body of Christ. And, and Christ is the image. And both is the image that we show in Christ. It is in and through Christ that we exist. And so, if you would, Christ is the motivation, what sustains us, and in the end, what completes us, if, if we do our role well, if we agree to be part of the icon, if we agree to be part of this larger picture. Now, we can agree to do it, but then we have to allow that someone else who is very different than us, who may be uh, younger, who may be uh, less skilled, but is equally as important as in this icon. Because any one piece missing is one piece of the picture that's not there. But that is true of every single one of us, even the ones we don't see, the people who are at home, who are only able to watch on the television. They're equally as part of the icon as all of us here. Everyone is called to be part of this. And and, and the, maybe the most insignificant ones are the ones that need the most attention because they think sometimes themselves they're not part of the picture, that they are not wanted or needed, especially if they're, you know, people are already disparaged groups of the community, LBGTQ, immigrants uh, who are here illegal or not illegal, uh, many uh, divorced, uh, and remarried, uh, the people, a lot of young people will feel that they do not belong. They are all the more important 
be part of this, even though they themselves may not feel like they are part of it. But they are. And it's our role to care for them. It's our role to make sure that they know that their peace is equally as important as our peace. That there's no difference between any of us, even though we all have different gifts and styles. Each of us play a role, but none of us is more significant than the next. I, I, that, that, that sort of level playing field is what Christ has said time and time again. And in particular, when we celebrate today, this feast day, which is the, the official title is the Solemnity of, of Jesus Christ, the King of the Universe. That's a mouthful. But what it's meant to mean is that he's king of all time and of all places and of all peoples. So that means that the icon is not just represent our own little community here of St. Simon's, but the entire world. Even those who don't feel like they belong. Even those who may, we may not want them to belong because they say or do things that we don't like. But we don't get to make that call. Christ is the king of the universe. Now, I don't think any of you necessarily disagree with that intellectual argument. It's wonderful. question then, how do we live it? How can we live this really in our own daily life? Well, today's um, overarching metaphor is a different one than the mosaic. The one that we hear today is, is Christ, who is the good shepherd, who separates those from the, the flock. And notice that the separation here, it happens in Ezekiel and it also happens in the gospel. The separation is those who, who failed to do. Not what they did was wrong, but what they failed to do. What they failed to do was recognize those who are broken or wounded and needed help. So that's our role. We need to make sure that it's not that we, we do something, but we, that we don't fail to do something. So we have to be active. So how are we to do this? I'm going to give you, I'm reading this book right now, and it's really a fantastic book by David Brooks, uh, the um, columnist, the New York Times columnist and, and author. Um, it's called uh, How to Know a Person, um, Learning How to uh, See a Person Deeply and to Be Deeply Seen. And he asks so many deep, deep questions, but in it, one of the things he says, the human persons as we know them, are, are, are a mystery, because we're all so vastly different. And it's very true. We're all so vastly different. That, that before any mystery, what we ought to do is ask questions. Because, and listen for the answers. Because that's how you get to know somebody, is if you ask a question and you willingly listen to their story. You see, the, I think the part of the problem is, we don't see the needy. And why is it we not see the needy? And we don't know them, and we don't see them. Why? It's because we don't ask enough questions. We need to ask questions so that we can come to know people. Because it's my firm conviction, if we know somebody, if we know somebody, it's very hard to not serve their needs. Once we know them, and we know their needs, then, then out of our own human compassion, we will serve them. But we first must need to know them and see them. If we never see them, we don't know them, we're never going to serve them. That's the goats in the gospel today. 
So I don't want to disparage goats, because I like kind of goats. They're wild creatures. But let's not be a goat. Let's see the people around us, the people who are in need, in this community and beyond the community. And let's get to know them by asking questions. You, you, you've heard me say this over and over these last several uh, months about smiling at one another. And then the next step is, is not just greeting one another and smiling, but then asking a question. And not soft questions like, hey, how's it going? That's not a question anyone really answers. I'm talking about a deeper question. How was your Thanksgiving and who were you with? Was it a good Thanksgiving with you and your family? Ask deeper questions about what is the most meaningful part of your weekend? What was the highlight of your, of your visit with family and friends? And then listen. listen. Listen to their story so that we can come to know them. And then we can serve them. You see, we're all part of the mosaic. Every single one of us. And all those who are not here. Let's testify to the mosaic of the icon of Christ, the image of Christ that we are called to be. And let us listen to one another. Let us come to know one another. And then let us serve each other's needs in Christ.